Welcome to another episode of Modern Mom Life, and I'm your host, Michelle Hancock. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time during your busy week to chat about things all related to motherhood, whether that's meal planning tips, which we're going to talk about today, travel, parenting, party planning, anything. There's so many different facets that come to mind with modern mom life. So thank you for joining us. And today is a topic that everyone could use some help on, or maybe you're the expert. And if so, that's awesome. I'm going to talk to one today and her name is Ramona Cruz Peters. And she is a cookbook author and the founder and editor in chief of Fab Every Day, which is a lifestyle website um, website and social media presence that reaches over 10 million people per month. That's amazing. So as she is logging on, oh, she's actually already here. So that's great. I will bring her on in just a minute. Um, very excited to speak to her, but let's talk a little bit about what's going on on modernmomlife.com right now. Um, there are all sorts of different activities for Easter on the blog right now, recipes, games, worksheets for kids to keep them busy. And I just released a few fun cocktails for the parents for brunch would be good for Easter brunch for 21 and older. Of course, (laughs) you can always make a mocktail for your kiddos if you want. So that's over there on modernmomlife.com. We also have a new partner called Gab Wireless. And with that, you can use code modernmomlife for $25 off. And what that is, is it's a smartwatch that does not include all those apps and internet access that get people into trouble. And it's been really great for our family. I've been able to contact my daughter as she is away from me. um, And it's been great. So go check that out. Okay, let me bring on Ramona. Let's see. um, I'm going to invite her to speak. She is a blogging buddy of mine. We go way back. I think we've both been blogging for goodness. I, I think 10 plus years we decided the other day on Facebook, which is like the stone ages. And... She is so talented in so many areas, and her blog is called Fab Every Day, and that's what she is. She is fabulous. She has the best personality. She's very helpful. Every time I've met her in person, she has been fabulous as well. You know, some people you meet in person, and they don't match up with their online presence, but she is the real deal. So before I introduce her or start questioning, picking her brain about meal planning, which is something that tends to stress me out, um, I want to just give you a rundown on what's going on with her. Okay. I mentioned earlier, she's a cookbook author. I just got her new cookbook in the mail. It's called the 30 minute Instapot, um, cookbook, and it's got quick and easy recipes for every meal. I'm very excited to dig into this. If you do not have an instant pot or you have one and you're intimidated, bust this recipe book out cookbook, and you're going to come up with all sorts of fabulous meals. Um, like I mentioned, it is a new cookbook. It's going to be available April 26th, and it is available right now for pre-order. And if you go to my Instagram or her Instagram, you're going to see how to order that book online on Amazon or wherever you buy books. So Ramona currently lives in Texas with her husband and two kids. They are ages 12 and 9, so they're kind of out of the baby stage and into that preteen age, which uh, is coming my way fast and furious. So I may pick her brain about that later. And she also has three dogs. Um, Through her blog, her website, Fab Every Day, Ramona inspires people to incorporate more fabulousness in everyday life through quick recipes, easy home decor, and entertaining ideas, life hacks, travel tips, style advice, and more. It's all there on her website, fabeveryday.com. And 
the cool thing is a lot of her recipes and projects have been featured in all recipes magazines, Good Housekeeping, Country Living, BuzzFeed, Reader's Digest, and more. So you can keep up with Ramona and her recipes at fabeveryday.com and at Fab every day on social media. So welcome, Ramona. I'm sorry, I'm just talking so much about you. Um, are you there? Okay, there you are. Yes. yes. Thank you for hopping on today on the Colin app. And if you don't have the Colin app, people, it's really easy. You just download the app and you can get on and you can actually ask questions while we are live and talking. Okay. But if not, you can catch us on Spotify and Apple. So welcome. I'm going to be quiet now. Thank you. And how are you doing? <laughs> I am doing well. Just that busy mom life, as you know. Um, but thank you. I'm so happy to be back. Um, I love your podcast and I am just honored to be a guest again. Well, thank you. Yes, we. I had started a podcast right before COVID came into our world. It was called something else at that time, and you graciously were the first, one of the first hosts. And uh, you just, I loved hearing about your story. I believe it's still out there, so if people want to listen to it, it's on She Lives podcast. But you know, I had to take a break for a little bit. There was just too much going on at that time. Balance is um, important. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But here we are. The kids are back in school. I have more time, so I'm very excited about that. Uh, what's been going on with you? I know you're busy, so let's talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I know we're going to probably talk a little bit more about the book later and you mentioned that, but that's been a big thing. And then, you know, just like you, kids are back in school and while we have more time during the day, that certainly adds to the busy mom factor because there's more things we have to do now. You know, we're back in sports, we're back in extracurriculars, there's volunteering, there's this and that, and, you know, people are going back into the office. So it's, it's like as we get back to normal, we also get back to busy and uh, it makes today's topic that much more important to help us save time and have some more balance in that in all that craziness. Yeah. Have you found it challenging getting back into this or are you excited about getting back to some normalcy or I, I don't think we'll ever be like normal like right. we were, but how do you feel about that? Do you like being that busy? You know, it's a mix. On one hand, it's it's nice to have that familiarity of the old, which, you know, after two years, you know, it's almost weird, but, you know, at the same time too, you know, I do live with anxiety as a lot of us do. And so, you know, the added, you know, when you kind of got to that slower pace of life that we were forced into, and now things are picking up quite a bit, it definitely adds some anxiety. So, uh, you know, I've been just trying to ease back in and pace myself. Very, very smart. Um, I think that's a great piece of advice for moms is just to pace yourself. And, uh, for me, I feel like everything's hitting at once. And, you know, although the sports and the extracurriculars and all that is a blessing, it's also, it's also kind of like you mentioned with anxiety, if you have anxiety, it can be a huge trigger. So this is where meal planning is going to really help us. And that, um, cooking and prepping meals is one thing that triggers my anxiety sometimes. So I am just curious what, have you always meal planned or did you kind of ease into it? Like give us a rundown on how you plan a menu for a week. Yeah, not a problem. So it's funny because what you're saying is actually what a lot of people do say they don't meal plan because the idea of meal planning stresses them out. But I have found that meal planning actually removes a lot of my stress. And, you know, as someone that has lived with anxiety for a long time, that's actually what where it started for me. You know, I felt like I had control. I felt like I could organize it one day a week and then not worry about it for the rest of the week. And that actually really helped my anxiety. So, you know, for me, that's one of the big benefits. It removes 
um, that stress, which is always a good thing. Uh, it saves me time throughout the week. It saves me a lot of money grocery shopping and I meal plan because I meal plan, you know, I have a lot less food waste. I shop more quickly and efficiently. And, you know, one thing we always, all of us hate and dread, right? Is that daily, what do I make for dinner deliberation? And it removes that from my day to day too. So for me, anything that can take something off my plate, no pun intended, I am all for. And so that's how it all really started for me. Um, years ago, I want to say it was probably around the time of planning my wedding way back in 2018 that I really started, or 28, I'm sorry, 2008, <laughs> that I really started um, meal planning because I think I was, I was already getting busy. I hadn't even had kids yet, but I was already getting so busy that I just felt like out of necessity, I had to organize myself. And so for me, you know, it's, it's a lot more simple of a process than people might think. And so I'm happy to share some of those kind of steps on what it looks like for me. So every week, usually Sunday or Monday, kind of, you know, that beginning of the week, I, you know, get out a pen and paper and that's really how it is. I don't, you know, go crazy. I don't have this big elaborate menu on my fridge or anything. I really do this all in a notebook. And the first thing I do is I make a list of the meals that I need for the week ahead. Just kind of a general list, not necessarily by specific day, but I say, okay, I need six dinners this week. I need this many lunches, this many breakfasts. So I start by kind of making almost a fill in the blank spot for myself just on a regular notepad for that. And I take a look at my actual calendar while I'm doing this because I need to make note of days where I don't need a meal. For example, we know we're going out to eat on a certain day or a day where we have a late baseball game. And so I need it to be a slow cooker meal so that, you know, we can have it just set it and forget it and have it ready, things like that. So I look at my regular calendar, I take out my notebook and I note how many meals I need. Um, and then, you know, I go through my favorite recipes and uh, I know you love Pinterest. I love Pinterest. That's where I store the recipes that I use. Uh, it's so easy to search for the recipes within Pinterest. You can even search by ingredient of the things you've saved. So I'm like, oh, I need chicken. And you could just literally search chicken in your Pinterest and there's your recipe. So I love Pinterest as a place to organize them. So that's my second step is I look at, you know, the date of how many meals I need. I search the recipes I've already saved um, and write, you know, plug them in. Now, one thing that's really important is immediately after you plug in that recipe to your list, you know, what, a dinner that you might want to make that week, put the ingredients immediately on your shopping list. Um, meal planning is really all about efficiency. And so you don't want to risk going to the store multiple times a week because you forgot something. So as soon as I write down one meal, I will immediately go and list all those ingredients on my shopping list. So those are the two things that I have out at the same time as my, you know, my meal plan list, my shopping list. And, uh, what's good about that is if you see recipes that, have the same ingredients, you can kind of batch plan. Like for example, if I need a bag of frozen breakfast potatoes for something that I'm making, and I know that that bag is pretty big and I can get more than one meal out of it, you know, I can look for a couple different recipes at the same time. Or if you get a value pack of chicken, like I said, you can search your Pinterest list for chicken recipes. So, so I know I can get two dinners out of every pack of chicken. I know if I get an eight, you know, a big pack of sliced mushrooms, I can use that for a couple of different meals. And again, that's also part of how you save money and eliminate waste. Uh, so after I go through and add all of those, you know, those main meals, I start thinking about, do I need side dishes? And um, I usually kind of plan very simple vegetables, you know, that I can make really quickly, uh, very simple rice or potatoes or whatever. And then I add those to my list too. Uh, finally, 
um, you go shopping. So it sounds like a lot, but it's really not because all you're, you're doing this all in one day and then you really don't think about it for the rest of the week. So um, for shopping, now that I've got that list made up, you know, right while, while I'm meal planning, I like to take an extra step. I don't rewrite my list like some people do, but I add a little label to my list. So in front of the item, I have a little code for um, produce or for the meat section of the dairy section the bread section, the baking goods section, the can section, and I'll put that little letter, you know, C for canned, you know, P for produce, what have you, right in front of the item on the list. So I'm not having to take the time to rewrite my list, but when I'm shopping, I it's all batched and organized for me. So I shop really quickly. I shop really efficiently. I only get the items that I need for that week, so I don't have a lot of waste. And I mean, you'd be surprised how much I cook every week and how low my grocery bill is. I mean, honestly, because I... Just plan it one day. And then one thing, like I said earlier, that's important is just for me is I don't necessarily plan the exact day for each recipe. That almost seems like one step too much for me. Um, But instead, my family actually finds it kind of fun. You know, I choose, you know, I have like, say, six dinners on that list. Right. And then my family can help me choose. It's almost like a menu. I say, you know, they're like, what's for dinner tonight? I'm like, okay, well, we've got, you know, Mississippi pot roast. We've got. Um, anniversary chicken, we've got, you know, pizza, whatever it is that I have on my list. And then they have fun helping choose. And I don't really have that daily debate because I know I've got all the ingredients and we can all kind of decide together. And, um, you know, with the exception of nights, like I said, where we have something big planned, a baseball game, you know, is a, is a big often one for us. We're a baseball family. So, you know, for those nights, I've got my slow cooker meals um, or my one pot kind of quick and easy ones ready. I love that idea. I love that you are so efficient on Sundays. Now, I have to ask, do you take advantage of curbside pickup or online ordering? Do you find that helps um, save you some time or do you prefer going in? Um, It just really depends on the week. Um, I, I think in general, I prefer going in, but that's a little bit different for me because as a food blogger, as a cookbook, you know, recipe author, I do sometimes have to take a good look at the the meat and the veggies, for example, that I'm choosing, not only for how they might look in photos, but to make sure I've got the right amount of pounds or the right cut. And so there are times where I definitely want to go in and see it myself, but I have also, you know, definitely taken advantage of curbside um, and things like that. The other thing that frustrates me about curbside is I'm sure everyone gets frustrated by (laughs) when they substitute something or when something's out and with the whole supply chain issue lately, that happens a lot. And because I plan so efficiently, as you see, I mean, I'm getting exactly what I need for that week, I can't really deal with a lot of canceled or substituted items because then it makes me have to go back and that's not efficient to me. So that's just me. Yeah, no, you're right. You're completely right. Or they give you produce that may be like close to expiring and you're like, what is this? And then that causes more added stress. So I definitely, (laughs) I can't agree with that. Or, you know, they miss a couple of ingredients and then you're, you're having to go to another store, um, when you could have yes. just nixed the whole recipe, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So yes, yeah, so, you get it. So that's, yeah. that's me. And no, mind you, I have done it. I've done it several times of recent too, because just life is so busy right now in baseball season. But, but yeah, when I'm, especially when I'm planning things that I need for my blog, I can't wait around for, you know, multiple <laughs> trips and substitutions and stuff. Yeah. Nothing stresses a person out than having to go to five different stores for that one meal, you know, it's just too literally much. Literally the bane of my, I'm not even kidding you. When that happens to me, I, I'll be the first one calling a friend. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's the bane of my existence. I can't be going to Randall's, H-E-B, Walmart all in one day. I can't. <laughs> I know. I wish there was a way to combine all my favorite stores in one place. That would just be amazing, but it's yeah. not realistic, I guess. 
Um, do you have any tools or products? Like, so on Sunday, when you come home, you have all these groceries. I know some people, like, they actually prep their meals that day. Um, like, say, for example, freezer meals or anything. Do you ever incorporate that, or is that just... Is that a little bit too much? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, it really, it is like about balance, like, you know, like you alluded to. And like I said earlier, so I really, I, I check in with myself. I try to, you know, think, okay, that is little, that's a step I just can't do today. I did the list. I did the shopping. That's good. But so what I, what some things I do do, some shortcuts, um, for example, um, that are in my arsenal. And again, I a hundred percent live for shortcuts. There's no shame in the shortcut game for busy moms. Like truly forgive yourself you know, just, just, it's totally fine. So one thing I do, um, pretty often is I'll buy, um, pre-sliced or pre-chopped ingredients. Um, for example, mushrooms, vegetables, you can find chopped onions, sliced mushrooms, and it sounds silly and it might be a few cents more. So if you're on a budget, of course, you know, you'll want to determine if that balance is worth it for you. But for me, it's like one less step of slicing mushrooms or chopping those onions some weeks is a blessing and then I don't feel like I have to prep in advance because it's ready for me when I go to make it um, same thing with you know mixing in canned items um, or frozen items uh, as needed because again um, really balance is okay and, and that includes store-bought items as well so ready-made pieces or boxed mixes that you can doctor up um, one of my favorite things is actually with cupcakes and I, I've been posting a lot of spring cupcakes lately, but I am not, I have no problem with buying store-bought cupcakes so that I can spend time doing the cupcake decoration or the topper. I have no problem using a boxed mix of something if I want to upgrade it or focus on another area. Um, and then of course, you know, Pinterest I said is a big tool for me because I can organize things there. Um, I also have a big arsenal of sheet pan dinners, slow cooker dinners, one pot instant pot dinners, and of course my favorite slow cookers and things like that because, um, you know, those are the things that can help me get it done quicker. And you, you did talk about freezer meals. I do do that sometimes. And um, one of the big things that I freeze on an ongoing basis, I'll talk about meals in just a second, but um, on an ongoing basis, I do big batches of stocks and different kinds of sauces that I can freeze. And I only have to do that like quarterly. So it doesn't add to the stress so much. If I know I'm going to make chicken stock today, that'll take a couple hours, but I can freeze it in portions. I can freeze it in quarter cup portions in mini silicone or not mini, but silicone muffin trays. Um, I can do one cup and two cup portions in those quart freezer bags. And then you can lay them flat um, and storm efficiently. I do big batches of pesto when I have a whole bunch of basil in my garden. And then I have quarter cup portions of pesto to just defrost at any point when I need them. And so that, that saves money, but it's also, you know, efficiency. So those things I prep, but otherwise I don't sit and, um, you know, I don't sit and actually portion out my lunches or breakfasts on a weekend. Like some people do. I think some people think meal planning means you have to do that. And that's another reason they get stressed, but I don't, I just, you know, I get some of these shortcut type of ingredients to make it easier on the day, but I try to only worry about it once during the week. And then each night it's kind of just throwing it together. And then I do actually some freezer meals too. I actually have a whole blog post with a list of the recipes that I think freeze really well, not just my recipes, but a whole bunch I found and tips on how to freeze it to save space and how to reheat it, you know, without it getting soggy or gross. Like I've got some great tips there on that blog post, but you know, just kind of quickly on that. Um, 
gallon sized freezer bags, you know, laying them flat, having those in stock. Um, those are helpful to have at home. If you, um, enchiladas freeze really well, um, casseroles freeze really well. So with those, if they have a cheese topping, what I'll do is I'll even go ahead and make them in advance if I have time, but I'll stop baking a few minutes early. I'll do my process for freezing them. And then when I, um, you know, I'll mark on the bag, I stored them in with a Sharpie, the, um, the name of the recipe, of course, and the temperature it bakes at so that I can remember that. And then when I cook it, I just kind of pop it right back into the oven for a few minutes and then it finishes browning up nicely. And then I can top it with some herbs or whatever. And it does save a lot of time. So for those kinds of things I'll do when I know it's just an incredibly busy time coming up or, you know, when I, you know, had my babies years back, you know, I would freeze a lot of things in advance and that was really helpful. They are amazing hacks in the kitchen, freezer meals. I, my husband and I recently took a Sunday and we made like seven freezer meals. And at the time it felt like a lot of work, but during the week it was so convenient to just be like, bam, 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 you know? (laughs) And some of them we loved and some of them were like, "Mm, no, never again. But that's all about experimenting. And speaking of husbands, does yours, and not to put them on the spot, but does he, does he help you out with all this or your kids? Like how, what, what's going on in the kitchen so, with you guys? So yeah, yes and no. In the way that, um, we have kind of our defined chore roles in our family that okay. work really well for us. Um, and it works really well. So for example, I do pretty much all of the cooking, which I don't mind because I actually really do enjoy that. And he feels that, you know, and I agree, um, that it's only fair than that he does the dishes. Um, so that's awesome. That's been an awesome balance. Um, he does the dishes. He'll help me put groceries away, things like that. Um, and I handle the meals and I just try to keep meals really easy. So I definitely am not the person slaving away, you know, over the stove, um, you know, in my, you know, you know, apron, you know, it's not, it's not like that. You know, we have our roles, we help each other out and it's a lot of balance. The kids don't help a ton. They are interested in cooking. So there's certain meals that they will definitely help me with. But, um, at this point, their chores aren't really food related, but they help me out, you know, in other ways, you know, they'll sweep, they'll weed the yard, you know, things that'll take other things off our plate so that, you know, I can do my stuff. They can do theirs. That's great. Yeah. And sometimes I'll be honest, my kids, they want to help me cook some days and I'm like, yeah, no, maybe you should just watch. (laughs) We got to get this done fast. But on the weekends, I'm like, yeah, let's, you can help me do this and measure it. But it all depends on the ages and stuff like that. My mom used to always tell me one day you're going to wish you knew how to do this. And then that one day came and she was right. Moms moms are always right. (laughs) I know, right? Well, tell me a little bit about your love relationship of the Instant Pot. You've really you've really uh, introduced a whole new way of cooking with this one appliance. So tell me about how this has changed your life and how you can um, use this. I, I notice a lot of people get intimidated by the Instant Pot. Tell us a little bit about yes, that. Yes, it's funny that you say that because that's exactly that intimidation factor is exactly why I wrote my first cookbook. Um, a couple of years ago, um, it's called Pressure Cooker Cookbook for Beginners. That one is specifically geared towards the person that they got a great Black Friday deal, you know, whatever it was. <laughs> they decided, okay, I need one of these Instant Pods. And then it's still in the box. I have heard that story over and over and over because they were afraid. They heard these stories of, you know, their grandma's, you know, pressure cooker exploding, split pea soup everywhere and stuff. Um, and they didn't realize that these new devices really are, they're, they're so much different. They have so many safety mechanisms, et cetera, et cetera. But um, so with that first book, I, I figured, you know, I want to show people 
how to confidently and safely use this so that you realize that there's so much you can do. And it's not just stews, it's appetizers, dips, pastas, as you know, I talked about earlier, desserts, you know, I bake uh, little mini muffins and cake, bunk cakes in there, seriously. Um, and, uh, you know, so that was actually the inspiration behind that first book. Um, so I'm, I'm always all about helping people feel more confident using it. And I'm always honored when someone tells me, okay, you were the, your recipe was the first time I, you know, used the instant pot and you helped me be less scared. And that, that meant a lot to me, but you know, just to be totally honest with you guys, the thing I use it the most for, um, almost on a daily basis are vegetables. Um, it's, you can in mere minutes make your veggie side for your meal while you're doing other things. Like it's completely hands-off. It takes minutes. Um, so that's something I most commonly use it for. Um, but of course for one pot dinners, especially pastas as well, the, the possibilities are endless. My kids always love instant pot pastas. They're super dump and go, but yet you have this delicious meal. So, I mean, those are the reasons I think, you know, if you're even thinking about it, man, it'll make your veggie cooking so much easier. You have a lot more one pot meals. Um, and there's so much more that you can do that you might not even realize. And it's really hands off once you get the hang of it. Yeah, the first thing that I started cooking in it was just a basic chicken breast. I mean, because so many times you forget to thaw out your chicken, or I do anyways, and I noticed that, oh, this Instapot, all you got to do is pop it in there for a couple of minutes, and um, bam, you have some chicken. Um, so that, if you're scared, just start with chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's, you just kind of have to get a feel for it and know it's not going to explode. You're okay. <laughs> yeah, I, these are more advanced and all this talk about food. I'm looking through your cookbook right now. I want to make this chicken marsala. It looks really good, but you know, you're going to serve it to friends and they're going to be like, my goodness, you spent all day making this, but it's only, it only takes about 40 minutes. I'm looking at your recipe right now. That, I mean, most of these recipes are not going to take that that much time I'm, I'm right. saying did you do that intentionally yes and you know it's actually perfectly in theme with what we're talking about today guys I'm a busy mom I'm not kidding when I say that I am really really busy I um you know work on my brand um all day long you know and then we've got the kids and all of their stuff and then running the home and my three dogs and all that and um I need like it is essential in my life to have an arsenal of quick easy meals, but I also need them to be delicious because we're a foodie family and I don't like just boring, you know, just plain, plain chicken breast, you know, for example. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so this was for people like me, um, and like a lot of us that, um, that need quick solutions that you can actually be proud of and, and are delicious. So, um, every single recipe in the book can be prepped and cooked completely, including the time for the instant pot to reach pressure in under 30 minutes. And I know a lot of people find instant pot recipes to be misleading because you'll think, oh, I can cook something in one minute. But that one minute is really 15 minutes because it has to reach pressure. It has to do all that. But no, this recipe, it gives you or this cookbook gives you those honest, honest cooking times saying um, and a lot of tips on how to make it faster and how to do it easier. And lots of the recipes include, you know, substitution and variation ideas. So the 70 recipes that are in there, you'll actually get a lot more than that. And I am 100% confident that, you know, anyone that gets this book, you're going to have several new go-to easy recipes for your busy nights. You know, trust me when I say that. And I'm really excited because people like you are some of my early reviewers um, who are getting it before it comes out on the 26th. And I've been seeing some of my friends making the recipes and it just warms my heart to see them loving the, the same recipes we love and making them so quickly and just opening their minds to the possibilities of what you can do for not a lot of time and effort. Yeah. And 
I have to ask you, do you have more than one Instant Pot? I do. I actually have <laughs> three. Um, well, it's, That's I, awesome. I have three. I have a eight quart, a six quart, and then a six quart with the crisper lid. Ooh. And, then I, and then I have their new um, Dutch oven one, which I honestly haven't even used yet. But I, you know, I love their products. Um, I have then a, um, a manual pressure cooker, a stovetop one as well. But yeah, as far as the Instant Pot brand Instant Pots, I've got three. And um, I just, a lot of that though is to, for me to test different types of recipes or sometimes I'll test for my readers the difference in eight quart versus six quart pots because, you know, sometimes the recipe is a little different when you do it in one versus the other. That's good to know because I think I have the eight quart and um, I just, I think I, you're right. It was a Black Friday deal and I'm like, I'm going big, baby. <laughs> and, you, know, <laughs> you just never know. And then once you get it, you're like, okay, now what? So that's what's great about your first book. And then the second book is 30 minute meals. So we could all use that and like try something new. Don't be scared by it. And if it doesn't work out, that's fine. You know, that's just like anything in life. You got to practice a little bit more. And, yeah. But it it is fun. It is a fun way to cook. Yeah. And Instant Pots, they all have their personality too. Like I've noticed that my six, my one, basic six quart, it sometimes takes a minute or two longer to cook something than a recipe, written recipes do. And so everybody's pot, or and I've noticed some people's pots will get that burn error a little sooner than other people's. Yep. And, you know, I've won my six quart literally never gives me that error. Never, never, never. But my eight quart does. And so it's funny. And so they just have different personalities. <laughs> so you just have to play and get to know. Well, that's good to know because I feel like some people, when they get that first burn error, they're just like, oh, forget it. And they just give up on the thing. Yeah, and it's funny because just one quick thing on that is people don't realize that your burn error doesn't mean go order pizza. Um, <laughs> Instant Pot is, because of all its safety mechanisms, it will actually just, it'll still have, your, your food will still be in there steaming. It'll shut off anything that'll add more heat to the bottom to make more burn. So it won't continue to burn and it'll actually sit there and continue steaming. And sometimes that burn error will go away and it will just resume cooking. Um, and if it doesn't go away, just leave it in the pot, let it steam and it will finish up. Um, once the burn error, like the burn error doesn't mean you're about to have a fire or explode necessarily. And I've even seen this myself on Instant Pot's website. Um, it doesn't mean everything is ruined. Just kind of sit tight, let it sit in there until the cooking time would have ended. And it's honestly still steaming under pressure. It's just not, they're just not adding any more heat. So it's not dangerous. Well, that's good to know. You could have saved me a lot of pizza runs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, that's good to know. That's, that's something I did not know. So not this is going to help so many people. Yeah. People don't know that. I, I do come across that often that people don't know that. And yeah, to me, it's, um, it rarely happens for me. Like I said, I've got my one pot that like will never burn. Um, but, um, but yeah, if it does, it's totally it's, fine to okay. keep it in there because your instant pot is already protecting you from, it's not going to cook anymore. It's just, I mean, it is going to cook under the steam, but it's not going to add any more heat. It's not going to do anything dangerous. Well, I'm getting very hungry and I'm going to have to cook something tonight with my Instant Pot. <laughs> just thinking about all these recipes. It's, it's a lot. There's so many opportunities and different meals that you can make, which if you're not using your Instant Pot, you are missing out. So please do that. Now, Ramona, I've already taken up a lot of your time. I do appreciate we're We're all about efficiency around here because <laughs> yes. we've all got things to do. Um, what is one of your, I guess, what is, what is the number one takeaway that you want moms or parents, even single parents to take from meal planning? Like there's somebody out there that's like, oh, that sounds great, Ramona. But I mean, that's just too much for me. Like how can, what, what would you tell that person? 
I would say just like anything else, you know, pick and choose what works for you. I don't expect ever anybody to take any of my advice and, and copycat my life. Yeah, exactly. That would just be silly, you know, but I pre present a lot of the info, pick and choose some ways that it might help you, whether it's just, you know, choosing the recipes for the week, whether it's just coding your shopping list, you know, to make a more efficient shopping list, you know, any of that that you think, Hey, I can start there and I can save myself some time and money um, and start that way. But, you know, I do want to reiterate, it doesn't have to be where you're planning or cooking all your meals in one day and freeze them. It doesn't have to be like that. It could just be as simple as plan the meals you're going to make that week, shop for just those ingredients, and you'll find that, you know, you'll at least save yourself a lot of money. So kind of pick and choose what feels right for you. Give it a try. It's not as intimidating as you might think. Great advice. And it is it is smart to plan ahead for the budget because, let's face it, the grocery bill is getting a little bit higher lately. Is, I know. <laughs> It's like, well, you know, you might you don't want to waste food if you if you can help it because it's it's pricey. It really is. Um, I mean, I hope that goes down, but we just don't know. So great advice from you. Tell us where we can get your cookbooks and also where we can follow you on social. Thank you so much for that. Um, so both of my cookbooks are available um, anywhere books are sold, but it's probably the easiest to find them on Amazon. You could also look at Target and Barnes and Noble. Amazon, um, both of my books are available there. One is for pre-order right now. The other one, um, Pressure Cooker Cookbook for Beginner, is already there. Both are going to be available in Kindle and ebook versions as well as paperback. And, uh, and yeah, so like I said, Amazon is probably the easiest way. If you find my author page on Amazon, you can see links to both, but really a quick search. You know, you should be able to to find it or, you know, any of my socials or website, I've got the book blasted all over there. You can't miss it. Um, so yeah, I've definitely keep an eye out for it. Like I said, I am confident you guys will have a lot of great new go-to busy night dinners in uh, the new cookbook, especially. And that first one, the beginner cookbook will really help you feel a little more confident. There's a lot more instructions and tips in that one. Perfect. Oh, and then social media. Uh, you can find me at Fab Every Day on all the channels everywhere. That's what I am on everything. And then FabEveryDay.com is, of course, my website and home base. Perfect. And are you still doing the Pinterest live TV shows? Um, so I did. I did one just this week on Bridgerton and Regency core <sighs> themed uh, table decor for spring. It was really fun. But I've got more coming up actually within uh, one later this month, and then in May, I think I'm going to do a weekly series trying out recipes live from that 30-minute cookbook so you can see exactly how they're done in 30 minutes or less. Ooh, I like that. No pressure. No pressure on the Instant Pot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Uh, no, you're, you're great. She is fabulous. Like we said, we're going to say that word over and over because it's true. And I just want to say on a personal note, congratulations on your book launch. You are you are doing the thing, girl, and that is very inspiring as a mom, as a female. I mean, it's just as a business owner, as a person, a human, you're doing a great job. So just pat yourself Thank on the back. You. I do I do hope you get some sleep or relax here and there. Yeah. That's, that's good. Let's hope. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'll sleep when I'm dead. They're, they're <laughs> <a dream. laughs> yeah, right. Well, thank you again, and we will talk soon. Um, please, if you guys have any other follow-up questions, head to her social, Fab Every Day. She is very active over there, and she is willing to help. So thank you thank again. You. Have a great week, and good luck on the meal planning on Sunday. I may have to pick your brain. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.